BJ Smith, and this is the Tech Media Podcast, live inside Internet Summit. This is a podcast where I'll bring you on the inside for a close-up look at Internet Summit Raleigh, including live interviews with speakers and guests during the event. We'll talk about what's hot in the digital industry and bring you advice from the top experts. From the Raleigh Convention Center, this is BJ Smith. I have with me Matthew Rutley. Welcome. Thanks for having me along. Your topic is multilingual marketing, data science secrets to open your business to global customers. What is that all about? It's basically looking at the kind of untapped potential that is out there uh, in terms of global customers. Most uh, startups these days, in fact, I think the vast majority of startups in Silicon Valley are targeting purely North American customers, whereas there are enormous segments of um, countries with very high internet populations, uh, very wealthy countries, uh, and there simply isn't very much content out there for them. Um, And a lot of these customers are producing content in their own languages, discussing uh, companies and products uh, that are produced in North America, and they they really want to be marketed to, I suppose. Uh, They want these products perhaps in their own languages uh, and also um, maybe kind of localization to happen. But uh, there's this kind of disconnect at the moment. There's this language barrier uh, between the marketers and the customers. Uh, But I'd like to show how with data science we can pretty much eliminate this boundary uh, using, I'm going to show various techniques in natural language processing uh, during my talk, um, which will show that language basically doesn't matter anymore. Uh, online translation um, and uh, text processing techniques are firstly incredibly easy to use, freely available, and also ex- extremely effective. Over the years in business, that I've always been afraid of is that translation error. You know, something that means one thing and you think it means what, you know, in English you think it means the same thing, but yes. it may mean something completely different, maybe even be offensive. It happens a lot. <laughs> how, how do you? Yeah. So, is the uh, is the technology there today that we don't have to worry about that as much? You'll always have to have a human looking over things right at the end, but we can reduce the amount of humans that are needed and the amount of kind of cognitive time that's needed. We can make these tools. These tools can be very, very powerful, but they're only ever going to get you sort of 98, 99% of the way there. And as long as you have a human who can check afterwards, then it's fine. Um, it's it's really just making it easier for everyone. So yeah, you want you definitely want to have that human element behind things. Definitely, but uh, I'd say the tools are more powerful than people expect, and and often the the errors that you're uh, encountering, this you know, accidentally offending some people or or making some kind of hilarious mistake, um, doesn't get like parodied on social media or <laughs> right. something, become a meme. Exactly. You, that that typically only become only becomes a problem in natural language generation. So when you're creating new creative uh, for, your, for your ad campaign. Uh, what I'd like to focus on are marketing insights, the more kind of business intelligence side of things, uh, and how accessible that is in foreign languages that you may not even speak. Right. Uh, and I think that's really interesting, where we're basically treating uh, things like user reviews or social media posts and tweets as strings of characters or chunks of characters and this chunk of characters appears more than this chunk of characters. This chunk of characters has recently been very, very popular recently. If we can analyze that, whether that chunk of characters is I don't know, Justin Bieber or something <laughs> in 
heaven forbid, <laughs> uh, or uh, something in like Japanese or Chinese or I don't know in Uzbek. In Uzbek, right? It doesn't really matter what that string of characters is because that that's usually fairly unambiguous to translate. It's just you're able to spot this this chunk and the fact that it's trending and that the the knowledge that it's trending is absolutely universal. Humans can spot that very easily, and then the translation just becomes this tiny kind of side issue at the end. When I create a piece of content. Ad campaign or whatever it is that not necessarily telling me that I need to go out and uh, have it translated into 180 different languages. I should be using uh, marketing trends to figure out which languages are that's true most yeah. important. Yeah, that, because you know, like you said, that if there is going to be that human element where somebody has to go behind it and look at it, it's mm-hmm. you know, depending on the size of your company, obviously, it's not uh, you know, you're not going to be able to have this many different translators to um, to double check your work but if you're yeah. using those marketing trends and you're being smart and then you're using the uh, incredible technology that's available out there to do the translation for you hmm. I think it's it's important to understand that you know in, in all these different countries different things may have it's kind of subconsciously different effects on people in, in marketing uh, you know people might associate the color red in China with communism whereas in oh, another yes. country it might mean you know the stop symbol for a uh, for a traffic light and perhaps we can discover this using text processing you know, associations with brands or with uh, celebrities or with you know there, there are some celebrities who are very popular outside of their own home country and no one's really heard of them in their own country or different brands one thing I'm going to touch on uh, for example in, in Japan there's a, something called a, a bass pale ale uh, and yes. this is super popular in Japan but it's produced in the UK. No one has ever heard of it in the UK. I asked all my friends, like, no one <laughs> drinks this in the UK, but it's like, it's marketed as like the British beer in Japan. So how could you discover that kind of connection using text processing automatically? You shouldn't have to be an expert on the like, Japanese beer industry or the, uh, you know, an expert on Japanese language or culture. You should just be able to spot this kind of weird connection automatically, regardless of the language. Um, data science, I think, can help you to do that. That's incredible. Matthew Rutley, thanks for hanging out with us today. Thanks for having me along. The Tech Media Podcast Inside Internet Summit. Be sure to subscribe for more great interviews.